Back inside the Mom Show. Dads are welcome, but moms come here to be heard. We're with Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz here with Dr. Susan Madsen. She's with the Utah Women and Leadership Project. And then Emily Bell McCormick is with the Policy Project. These two powerhouse women study women's issues in the state of Utah. And namely, Dr. Madsen does research on different uh, women's topics. And Dr. Madsen, you have some recent uh, research about poverty in Utah. Absolutely. Um, So we did an update. We did an original snapshot where we collect data from the census and every every piece of published research we collect it into one place and produce a four page report that summarizes everything. And so we did uh, our first one in 2017, I think maybe 2016. And then now this year, 2022, we've done an update. And in general, we compare Utah to the nation. So how do we compare with women in poverty compared to the nation? Actually, I know usually I bring really depressing news, but this is not, well, it has a little bit of a depression to it. But this one, uh, we actually do quite well compared to the nation. We still have a good 10% of Utahns who live in poverty. However, uh, generally speaking, we're about number two in terms of the best states in poverty. Although, um, so that's the good news. Um, We still have thousands and thousands and thousands of women who live in poverty. This is the clincher right here, is that if you in the state of Utah are a single mother, if especially if you have kids five years old and younger, 37%, which is better than it was about five or six years ago, but 37%, if you're a single mom with little kids at home, 37% will be living in poverty. If you're a single mother with kids 18 and below, 27%. So not quite as bad, but still think about that. That's a lot of people. Um, And so and, and, and I'm just going to bring it in because we are also look at poverty rates by race and gender. So when you look at, at race, though, is what I wanted to highlight. The like 30, not, whether you're a single mother or not, 37% if you're Black or African American and live in the state of Utah, you're going to be living in poverty. The next one is about 19%, and that's Native American. Um, and Native Alaskans, and then about 10% if you're Native Hawaiians, Hawaiians, about 9% if you're Asians, and about 8.5% if you're white. Mm. So I just want to point that out because I think that's important for us to know. There's really differences in whether you're a single mother or a mother, you know, a married mother, and and um, what race you are. Well, yeah. And you think about how hard motherhood is when you have all the tools and partners and privileges available to you, like a spouse and a nanny and a job that pays you enough. And you think about still how much you struggle in motherhood. Maybe I'm just speaking from my experience, but I can't imagine not having those privileges that I have. And, you know, There are women out there, like you said, 37% of them who are living with kids about my kids' ages who don't have those things. And how hard it is to be a mother 
again, in general, but when you add those complications of poverty on top of it, it's just so hard. And I, w- I want to point one mo- out one more thing, and I know Emily will have some comments about this. I just want people who are listening in today to think about, think about, you know, living at the, for a single mother, living at this poverty level who really, really wants to work for money, wants to work and support, let's say, two kids under the age of five and doesn't have a college education, which we have many who do not. Now think of the cost of childcare. Emily, I know you have some opinions. So think, I mean, childcare is quite expensive. And think of, you know, two kids under five and a single mom trying to even work. You can't even work. Like even if you're making 15 bucks an hour, you know, with no education, that wouldn't even cover your yeah, childcare. Yeah, that was sort Maybe of my point would... there. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was saying. Yeah. So hard. Emily, your thoughts here. Yeah, no, I just think it's so, I love, this is why I value what Dr. Madsen does so much because you can talk about it, and but, but until you know the numbers and you can kind of have some data behind some of these issues and start to see what that actually looks like, you know, just even visualizing an outline of our state of Utah and taking 25% of any population and saying they're living in poverty, all of a sudden that feels real, right? And it also, to me, feels like we have a lot of work ahead, you know, and, and we can do it. We've got, we have all the tools to be able to take care of these issues. It's just a matter of taking the time and, and putting the resources toward doing it. So I just, you know, I love it. I think the more we can talk about the data, and the research that Dr. Matheson and her group do and others, it makes a massive difference in the way we perceive ourselves and our role. You know, as a mother who lives in a community, it changes the way that we perceive ourselves and our role and, and our obligation to society, our responsibility. Yeah. And I want I- to pop in just to, just to give the listeners, if you're not familiar with Utah 211, that's a really important resource that you can use for yourself or it, and it's not just about poverty, but it, it's the place to go for for any kind of needs. And so you can give that resource to other people. They can actually call or they can get online. It's associated with all the United Ways of Utah, um, and and you can get you know information about shelters, um, you know about uh, food banks and. Just all kinds of resources. Yeah, and I wish we had time to get in more into more solutions here, how we help, especially single mothers in poverty, uh, what policy solutions are available out there. But we'll have to save that for another show. Dr. Susan Madsen of the Utah Women in Leadership Project, Emily Bell McCormick with the Policy Project. Thank you, ladies, for all your work on these different issues and for chatting with me today. And we'll be back next week on The Mom Show.